0: What you're not gonna do is put me in a box (laughs) when i say the definition of i said what i said (laughs) that's what i meant i mean come on be serious oh honey hey honey how are you this good thursday the weekend is finally at our fingertips hang in there you got this so last week we talked about forgiveness which was a much needed discussion for me. I actually started reading. Um, forgiving what you can't forget. And let me tell you. It's good. It's so good. <laughs> and nowadays when somebody says something is good. Why is it that we have to follow up with? Is it good? Or is it good good? Like. What does that even mean, anyway, right? <laughs> Is that one of those things that fall into a category of what we call black math in the black culture? I mean, I'm just saying. The word good actually comes from an old German root word for gathering, originally meaning something fits well. But if you look at dictionary.com, it defines it as morally excellent, virtuous. And righteous. Spiritually, we see the we see the word good for the first time in Genesis, um, where God declares his creations good, and it was just that. So we go on to see the word good being mentioned at least six hundred and fifty-five times in the King James Version of the Bible. So much power in a simple word. In fact, good or Tov in Hebrew is acknowledged as an explosive word now I'm questioning at what point in humanity did we feel the need to verify what God declared good hmm when did the term good good become necessary if it is indeed of God isn't it just good good enough somewhere along the journey, we fail to acknowledge the good in every situation. There's a popular phrase that says there's a blessing in every lesson. And I think that is just simply acknowledging the good that may come or that may be attached to unexpected circumstance. You know, something bad may have happened and you can't see the good in it. You don't see the fruits from that. Um, And it it just kind of makes that word seems hard seem hard to digest i mean that's okay to a certain extent so today we are gonna talk about finding the good in those situations like think about think about it like this god bless you with a new car right you get that car you're excited about it you're happy to have it you needed it you know you were spending a lot of money riding the bus or it was hard to get a ride here get a ride there so he blessed you with a new car over the course of a few years you had to get an oil change on that new car you may have had a few repairs and you may have even struggled some weeks to fuel the car at times like look at the economy now baby gas is high so Think about it like that. You know, you you got a new car. It was good. But now you're having to get the oil changes repairs and the gas. It all sounds bad, but it doesn't change the fact that when God blessed you with that car, it was good. It was something that you needed. Through all the work and money spent on that new car, it still runs. You're able to go where you need to go because it's still running. You're able to not have to depend on someone else because that car is still running. It may be on his last leg, but it's still getting you to and fro. I feel like we simply expose how we miss those messages and those lessons that is indeed attached to our good. We forget to value what was good. We forget the value in the good things when we enter into the greater vision we have for ourselves. When we, when we are so close to a breakthrough or we're so close to a new level or God has gave, given us this, this feeling of this is where you're going to elevate. And all of a sudden you forget where you are and you become unappreciative of how far you've already come. You become unappreciative of the good that you currently have in your hands, at your fingertips, right in your face. But we have to remember that Romans 8, 28 says all things, all things work together for the good to them that love God, to them who are called according to his purpose. I'm in no way trying to preach I know when y'all be on this podcast y'all like this girl gonna make sure she talked about the bible she's gonna bring God and everything I am but I am in no way trying to preach I mean I'm not technically qualified for that I'm just doing what is laid in my spirit and I'm also just telling you what I'm learning in my own weir- wilderness honey if it don't hit you like it hit me go to God about it because this verse right here has gotten me through a lot so if it's not hitting you like it hit me, go to God about it. He's going to get you right every time. Trust me. So Romans eight twenty eight, All things work together for the good of them that love God. To them who are called according to his purpose. That scripture is a read, is it not? It's providing you comfort while questioning your love for God at the same time. Because if we love something... We trust it and we have faith in it, right? So it's also questioning your love for God and testing your faith. So we're going to dissect this real quick. And then I'm going to jump into why this was even laid on my heart to even have this discussion today. So dissect Romans 8 and 28. All right. All things work together. Remember the Greek root for good is gather. Gather. So all things gather for the morally excellent, for the virtuous, for the righteous ones that love. Now, love. Oh, baby, we can go on and on about love and what God says about love. But I'm going to just go and hit 1 Corinthians 13, four and eight, four through eight. Love is patient, kind, does not envy, does not boast. is not arrogant or rude. It does not insist on its own way. It is not irritable or resentful. It does not rejoice in wrongdoing, but it rejoices with the truth. It bears all things. It believes all things. It hopes all things and it endures all things. Love never ends. So in that little clip right there, that little bit right there where it says all things Gather for the morally excellent or the virtuous or the righteous ones who embodies all of this and who are called according to his purpose. So that means when you say you love God, you got to be patient. You got to be kind. You can't be rude. You got to do right by other people. You got to show that you believe in him. You got to you got to show that you have faith in him. Faith and hope are right there together. You, you have faith that. This good thing that God has given me, even in a bad situation, is still going to be a good thing. To them who are called according to his purpose. Now, purpose. This is the whole idea of this podcast. I talk about purpose every episode. So when dissecting this part of Romans 8, 28, I'm going to choose 1 Corinthians 7 and 17. And it says, nevertheless, each person should live as a believer. In whatever situation the Lord has assigned to them. Wow. Choosing Romans 8 and 28 and then dissecting it with other parts of the Bible that's all in alignment with God. It just shows that like this word, this word is a living. He's telling us over and over and over and over. If I give it to you, it's good when I give it to you. Even if it hurts a little bit, it's going to be good during it, after it, while it's going on, before it. It's still going to be good. He told told us in the front of the Bible, it is good. It was good. No matter what, it's going to be good. And we have to truly believe that. We have to get to a point where we understand that. The situation right now don't feel good but it's gonna be good god you brought me here for a reason there's a there's purpose in what i'm going through right now there's purpose in what happened to me a year ago there's purpose in it you know we gotta we gotta really see that and we have to really embody that and take that and just run with it you know what i mean we come across people and they don't seem like great people you know you meet them and all of a sudden you find out that they aren't who they were it's still good in that you want to know why it's showing you what your morals are it's showing you your character so are you gonna let someone's inability to see the good in you affect your character i'm not i'm not i don't know about you but asking god to push me into my purpose is literally a daily prayer and I feel like if I'm going to live in my purpose, my character is always 24, 25, 8 under surveillance. I'm always, I'm going to check my character at the door. I'm checking it through whatever. I'm checking it because that's the one thing that cannot change. That's, that's where you're going to be able to see the good in the worst situations. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It's literally a daily reminder for me to ask God to use me in any way he sees fit there's that Greek definition of good again to fit well to fit well this bad circumstances use me where you see fit equip me I truly feel that if we focus on the good God will continue to open those doors to greater but you got to show him that you're that you're patient, you're kind, you're humble. It, the love for him is never going to end. You're hopeful. You believe in him. You have you have to you have to truly truly take that in and hold that, y'all. You have to, and that's the only way that you're going to be able to see the good in the worst situations. That's the only way. No matter who you are, or where you are in life, there's some good attached to your season. So just asking God to prepare us and equip us in the, is the best thing that we could ever do. No matter if it's your career, your relationship, your marriage, or just your self-awareness of where you are in life right now, there's still some good attached to that. Um, Even though it may not feel like it right now, it may not look like it. And I say this, this, this hit me because... When I found out that I was a carrier for Robertsonian translocation, so many things ran through my mind. Am I going to be able to have more children? Are they going to be healthy? Is this going to affect my marriage? Is my husband looking at me like I'm less than? Or, you know, just all of these things. I was just flooded with so many emotions and Immediately, I was reminded of the good thing that was attached to that. And that is my healthy son. You want to know why? Because even though I didn't know that was my diagnosis before him, I always had that thought of something must be wrong with me. I always felt like something must be wrong with me. But I remained hopeful. I remained humbled. My love for God never, it's never gonna end. I kept my faith. I knew one day I would be a mom. I knew one day I would be the best wife God could possibly make me. You know what I mean? Like I just knew it, I believed it in my heart. And given that diagnosis, yes, I'm in a point where I'm like, am I gonna have future children? But I'm also in a in the point of believing that, oh God, you just you telling me, you just basically showing me like <laughs> that you're real. All right, cool. I got this diagnosis. I'm a carrier. Whatever. Whoop, whoop. How many kids we gonna have at that point? Because I'm not. I'm never. I'm not. I'm no longer questioning whether or not I can have them. God, you're showing me that you are capable of all things and that all things are going to work together for the good of those who love you. And I love you. So I know no matter what the paperwork says, you're going to come through. That's my good thing. That's my good thing that's attached to such a negative situation or what most people would deem negative. That is my good thing. You are my good thing. And let me say this for my sisters who are out there in search of a husband, stop looking stop looking for him and those of you who may be growing through a divorce look into yourself sis look at who God created you to be he said in Genesis it was good own that honey own it even if you're married right now and growing through a rough patch because honey let me tell you it can get rough around these parts okay Don't you ever for a second doubt who you are as a wife. God said, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and obtains favor from the Lord. Not he who makes a wife. You are a wife when he found you, baby. That ring is just representation. You brought favor to your marriage and you got to remember that you have to understand that. You are the good thing. You are the good thing. Your favor is attached to you. Your marriage, all of that right there. God is basically telling, telling husbands, Hey, look, you can't make this woman no better than I already created her. The best thing you can do is, is bring out what I, what I put in, put down on the inside of her. You know what I mean? So let's, let's own that, Y'all let's, let's really own that. Whew, child, we can go on all day today, but um, I'm gonna just you know, I'm gonna end it on a good note. I'm gonna do something I haven't done, but I've been feeling the urge to do because I want God to get all the glory in this message. And I feel like when we hear a good thing, we automatically go to you know, he who finds a wife finds a good thing. But the Bible is filled with great things, good things. When God said it was good and crea- creation was good, it was good, it was just that, no matter. What happened between then and now is still some good attached to it. He gives you the option of free will. But if you choose him, even in your worst circumstances, he's going to make it good for you. There's some good that's going to come out of that. So I want to do this because I've been feeling the urge to um, pertaining to this podcast I want to pray and I know a lot of people are very sensitive about praying with people they don't know or just others praying for them. So if you would like to tune out, that is absolutely fine. God bless you. Thank you for listening. But for those of you who may be feeling how I'm feeling, close your eyes, bow your heads. Father God, we come to you. thanking you, God, for everything that you do for us day in and day out, Lord. We ask that the words of our mouth and the meditation of our hearts be pleasing to you. We ask that you reveal the good things you've bestowed upon us clearly, God. Help us to acknowledge that everything works together for the good of us who love you. When times are hard and the good things you've given us seem to have ran their course, help us to keep our eyes and hearts fixed on you, Lord. For we know that you are good and that your mercy endures forever. Lord, your word says every good gift. Comes from you. Help us to see and appreciate that when our flesh cannot. Humble us, Lord. Guide us and restore us. May your goodness and your mercy cover all of us all the days of our lives. In Jesus' name, amen. This has been such a great conversation. Be sure to follow the Honeybee Series podcast to get updates on events that we have coming to the metro Atlanta area. I've invited some of our very own female powerhouses to fellowship with us with our first annual live audience um, and provide some resources on owning and small businesses, women's health and relationships. And also, you know, just what it means to be a woman. So be on the lookout for those dates um, and live shows in Atlanta. Don't forget to subscribe to our Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Google Podcasts. Thank you all so very much for listening. Be mindful, be good, and until next time, be serious.